Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, it goes without saying that today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am. How about you? Well, Traveling Pulpit family, you know that you can find me on the social media platforms such as uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and even TikTok. Yes, I am even on TikTok now at TPM0116. You can find me there also. Uh, the Traveling Pulpit is out to every available podcast platform imaginable. Think you 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 think of it and the traveling pulpit will be there so if you want to stay connected with the word of god to have that word alive in your life i suggest that you try the traveling pulpit just once and i pray that it will not be your last so for those who are who are longtime supporters I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for you first time listeners. I thank you from the bottom of my heart and I hope that you will continue to share this message with your friends, family, coworker, whomever you believe needs to hear the word of God because I believe everyone needs to hear the word of God. You know, I was on um Facebook not too long ago and I was uploading some information on there and and I I I have you know the uh, opportunity to look at the different uh posts that people put out on Facebook and I saw this one post by a guy named Papa Duck. He is a artist out of the state of Florida and so I began following him and I suggest you you do the same as well. You know, I do that uh, because I checked him out and he seems like he is very, uh, 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 strong and opinionated in his word. He also seems to be very filled with the spirit of God. Now I would not recommend him if I did not try the spirit by the spirit. You see, when we entertain spirits, you have to understand what spirit you're entertaining. Why? Because first John says, Beloved, first John four, I'm sorry, first John four says, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God for many false prophets have gone out into the world. You see, so in order for me to tell you, the traveling pulpit family, that it's that it's OK to listen to this guy, I would have to first check him out for myself, you know, because by trying the spirit by the spirit, I found it comfortable to listen to what he was saying, because in his words, he was he is trying to uh, um, uh, bring awareness to people, whereas some are just trying to bring awokeness to people. When we know what happens when you're awoke, right, you can fall right back to sleep. But we know that when you are aware, you are on high alert. And one of the things he talked about this particular day was words and spells. And he used the topic of spelling, meaning that spells can be put on to people. And so I began to think, how does that line up in our society? How does that line up in our uh, uh, day and time, but most importantly, how does it line up in the word? You see, first John four tells us to do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether it is from God for many false prophets have gone out into the world. 
So on today, I want to talk to you about words and spells. You see, there was a spell cast on someone that has gotten us into this situation that we're in now. I'm talking about the first couple, the first man and the first woman, Adam and Eve. You see, over in the book of Genesis, where I want where I want to start you at today, uh, we see Adam and Eve standing at the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And I want to point out something that will bring awareness to you so that you will be understanding of what we are up against right now in this day and time and how you can be prepared to fight against this in this day and time. You see, the man and the woman was standing at the the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the devil, the serpent, was there with them also. Now, we read this and have read this throughout my entire life. I've heard pastors go through this. Uh, I've heard uh, Sunday school teachers go through this. I've heard Bible study uh, teachers talk about this. Men's group. You, you understand? I, 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 you, you have to understand that words are powerful and words can cast spells over people. And this this word or this phrase, or these, these, uh, these connection, these connection, these connectors of words, sorry, but these words were cast over someone and it caused that someone to do something that he was not supposed to do. Here it is. Genesis three and we'll start at verse four, but the serpent said to the woman, you will surely not die for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. If you didn't catch it, let me, let me, let me, let me draw it out for you. Jesus or Yahweh told the created the creation to eat of every tree. He had permission to eat of every tree in the garden. This is what Yahweh told his creation. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of for in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. He told him this, but the man's ears were not the only ears that heard Yahweh say this. So when the woman came along, she did not have the privilege to hear this. Therefore, when the serpent or the devil talked to the woman, he did not talk to the woman. He talked through the woman. He talked over the woman. He talked around the woman, but he did not talk to the woman. What he did was he overlooked her. Now, in our society and in our day, does that not look like how you ladies are being treated today? You are being overlooked. You are being looked around. You are being looked through, but you are not being looked at. And this is what happened right here. And these words are the reason why we are in the situation we are in today. When the serpent told the man that you will be like God. 
That right there is the reason why we're in the situation we're in now. Because ever since his creation, man has wanted to be like God. Even to even to this day. You see what what is going on in the news, you see what's going on in the world. There is a virus that man has now made a vaccine for to try to prevent man from having a disease, having a virus. Man is not God. God is the creator. Yahweh created everything. He created everything for his son, Yeshua. There is no mistake in that. Everything was created for Yeshua by Yahweh. Everything. But what the what this serpent told the man through the woman was you will be like God. He casted a spell on the man by using the words that God told him. If you eat of this tree, you will surely die. But he said, if you eat of this tree, you will be like God. And ever since that day. Man has pursued to be like God. He has pursued to be God himself, which is why he has gone out and has decided to play God on his own. This is why man says that there is no God, because he himself wants to be God. He himself wants to do the very thing that he cannot do, that he has the power not to do. But he himself has been created by the power. This is why science says that this is no God. This is why science says that that this vaccine is trustworthy. This is why science says that this vaccine was made at the speed of science, because science wants man to be like God. But science gets its instruction from the devil himself. Because he wants man to think that he is going to be like God while all at the same time, he is destroying himself. He's not going to be like God. Man was never created to be like God. Man was never created to be God. Man was created to serve God. And it is the sin that separates man from God. See what a lot of people don't want to hear is that their sin is what prevents them from having a relationship with God's son, Yeshua. We, we, I grew up calling him Jesus. But once I studied to find out the proper name, the Hebrew name, it's Yeshua. And Yahweh, as, as he does have many names, Yehovah, Elohim, El Shaddai, Adonai, he has he has many names because the Hebrews, every time that the Lord blessed them, gave him a new name for what he blessed them for. You see, but man, sin filled, sin sick, sin driven man wants to be God. He wants he doesn't even want to be like God anymore. He wants to be God himself. So what does he do? He uses the words and catch phrases 
to try to trick people into thinking that he is doing something for their benefit, for their good. When actually, when in actuality, he is destroying those people that are believing the words that are falling under the spells of these words only all because they sound good to him. Now, because of these words, because of this spell that he placed on the man and the woman, it was easy for the woman to take a bite of the fruit and give it to her husband. And he took a bite of the fruit also. But let me let me let you in on a little secret. Everything that the Lord Yahweh created, he gave a seed so that it could reproduce itself. He even gave a seed to mankind so that it could reproduce, so that he could reproduce himself. But this very tree, this very tree of the knowledge of good and evil had no seed in it, <coughs> excuse me, had no seed in it. Why? Because it was already dead when they approached it. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil was not put there to tempt man. It was put there to prevent man. You see, this is why we have the Bible now to let us know that God is not trying to tempt us. He is trying to prevent us from going to hell. You see, the Lord Yahweh takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Ezekiel 33, 11 explains to us, but that the wicked man will turn from his ways and live. But if you don't know that, then how will you have the opportunity to turn and live? You see, this word is what gives life. It is the devil's word that gives, that takes life away or causes death. You understand that to be like God means that you are not him. In no way, shape or form will you ever be like him. You were created by him. People want to know, well, I didn't ask to come here, but, but now that you are here, you didn't ask to get into a boat that sank, but are you going to turn away the, 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 the Red Cross or, or the Coast Guard when they come to save your life? Well, that's what this book is about. None of us asked to come here, but this book has been written so that it can save our lives. This is not a book of spells. This is not a book of, 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 of words. This is a book of life. And there are people out there that believe that there are other ways that they can have life outside of this book. I'm talking about stars. I'm talking about very stars that we see on TV, that we listen to on the radio, that, that we, that we uh, bring into our homes when we watch them host shows. And all they want to do is talk about what they've been through and how God brought them out. Using words. Using words to trick people. You see, if Jesus didn't do it, because you have a relationship with him, it's not going to get done. Otherwise, the devil does it because he can bless also. This is why I talk about how important it is to have a relationship with Christ. Because when you have a relationship with Christ, you are not ashamed to tell someone that it is Christ who brought you out of your situation. It is Christ who blessed your life. It is Christ that gave you the increase. It is Christ that sacrificed his life for you. 
You see, without that relationship with Jesus' son, the Christ, the Christ is his title, not his last name. Without that relationship with the Christ, the father wants nothing to do with you. Why? Because your sin cuts you off from him and he will not look upon that. However, man was told that you will be like God. Therefore, he has taken it a step further. Now he wants to actually be God. So he's God in the laboratory. He's God in, in, in Wuhan, China. He's God in, in England. He's a God in, in America, but he's a God of destruction. He is a God of, of death. But this book is about life. There is only one way, only one way to, to, to the father, to heaven, to paradise. There is only one way. And Jesus said that in John 14 and verse eight, verse six, he said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. There is only one way. And Jesus, Yeshua, the Christ is that way. The Christ meaning king. Savior. There's only one way, and that is through him. He says, if you had known me, he said that then you would have known my father also. Therefore, if you know him now with the relationship that some say they have, but their actions say they don't, if you know him now, and you have relationship with him now, then you know the father. Because the father is who sent him. We were not a part of that to see his face, to listen to his words, to understand his meaning. But we don't have to have it now because we have it in the book. It is written. You see, you have to understand that when you pray, you are talking to the Lord. But when you read his word, he is talking to you. Everybody wants to make the word sound the way they want it to sound, to benefit them, to appease them. But when you open this book and you allow yourself to be taught from this book, you change. Not this book, not this word. You change. The word changes you. All the spells that have been cast over you over the years are now set to set, set aside. You are no longer that person anymore. You are a new creation. The old has passed and the new has come. That's what this word does to you. It does not cast the spell of hell. It casts the spell of salvation. And that's what this word does to you. It gives you life. It doesn't take life away. But man pretending to be God, man acting as if he is God, getting on television talking about it is at the speed of science that this vaccine works. It is at the speed of science that you can trust this vaccine. Why do we why do you tell me that we have we can trust this vaccine when we don't even know anything about this vaccine? 
You see, because they will not tell you the truth about what's in the vaccine. They will not tell you the truth, but revelations will tell you the truth. Hebrews will tell you the truth. First and second, John will tell you the truth. Genesis will tell you the truth. It's in the word. If you want the truth, you have to find it in the word because you're not going to find it on television. You're not going to find it out in the streets. You're not going to find it at a friend's house. You're going to find it in the word. And when you find it in the word, it changes you. It brings you into that new creation that the Lord has, has, has planned for you. It all goes back to Romans 10 and 9. This is how you can start your road to salvation. Romans 10, 9 says, if you confess, well, what are you confessing? You are confessing that you are a sinner and that you need a savior. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus Yeshua is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It is that simple. You don't see science telling you these things on, on television or scientists. I'm sorry. You don't see scientists telling you these things on television. You don't see TV hosts and, and radio personalities and, 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 and talk show hosts telling you these things. No, because you're not going to get those things from them. You're going to get those things from this book, this book of life. They say the Bible is the basic instruction before leaving earth. Well, how would you know if it wasn't told to you? The only way you know that is if you allow it to change your life. Yeah, it's the basic instruction before leaving earth. But are you prepared for that? Are you prepared for that? Because that day comes to everyone. But Jesus told Martha, I am the resurrection and the life standing at her brother Lazarus tomb. And then he said, do you believe this? There are some this day. There will be people on the day of the Lord's return that will still doubt what they're seeing. That will still not believe what is happening but will be left behind. That is the truth. That is the truth that no one wants to hear. That this word is life-saving, life-changing, but no one wants it. No one wants to hear it. First John 4, beloved, do not believe every spirit But test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this, you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess, confess Jesus is not from God. Traveling pulpit family, I confess Jesus. I confess Yeshua, the Christ, the Lord and the Savior of my life. I am a sinner saved by the grace of God. S saved also by the mercy of his son, Yeshua. 
sealed with the Holy Spirit. I think I said that wrong. Being saved by grace means being forgiven through mercy. You see, grace saves us. Mercy forgives us. And the Holy Spirit seals us. So I can honestly tell you that as a sinner, the Lord God saved me through his grace. His son, while hanging on a cross, forgave me of my sin and took my sin upon his body. And the Holy Spirit sealed me with the blood that fell from his body. That I can stand before you on this podcast and proclaim the Lord Jesus Christ as my savior, Yeshua, the Christ as my savior. I appreciate the brother Papa Duck for what he's doing, and I encourage you to check him out. He's on he, he's on the platforms that I am on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Uh, I haven't seen him on TikTok, but I'm on TikTok. I'm quite sure he would appreciate your, your support as would I appreciate your support. The Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you for the time that we have today to spend together. This is a topic that I will readdress. I will come back to this because these are the topics that are most important to us. And I believe these are the topics that need to be talked about. They need to be heard. But also the, something that has been weighing heavy on my heart, Traveling Pulpit family, I have been uh, speaking with the Lord and I believe that it is time to for for me to step out on faith and start a Zoom church. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know uh, all the details, but I know this is what I feel. I feel the Lord is leading me to start a Zoom church. And I need your support, Traveling Pulpit family. Reach out to me on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, also on uh, TikTok. And and I'll be, I'll be posting it out there also. Um, you know, the norm, it never was normal because sin makes it not normal. But with Christ, we have inclusion into a great and wonderful family. That is the adoption through 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 Christ. That we may be called sons also, sons and daughters of the of the Lord most of the Lord Lord God most high. So traveling pulpit family, thank you again for allowing me to come and just spread uh, uh, spend some time with you, sharing the word with you. Um, I hope that this word uh, impacts you uh, in a way where you would want to share this message with somebody or you want to reach out to me, travelingpulpit at gmail.com. Uh, also, travelingpulpitministries.com. You can reach out there, read the latest blog. Uh, you can also leave a donation if the Lord places upon you. No, no donation is too small. I'm working on uh, adding Cash App to the uh, the website. Uh, I'm also looking at doing other things to the website also. So uh, check it out, travelingpulpitministries.com, uh, or you can reach me, travelingpulpit at gmail.com, or you can catch me on social media. So with that said, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice. 
This is the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. We're going to do this again on next week. I love you and talk to you soon. Bye for now.